folks, welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having the best time possible in the most beautiful place on earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams, and Mung is here. Whoop. And Ethan is here. Eric, how are you? What a surprise to have you, Ethan. What a lovely thing. I understand your time is very valuable, and you're pushing this right along because you got to be places and do things. How do you live the life you live, Ethan, of busyness and achievement? Uh, you know, I just do the best I can. Really? It's a very impressive uh, sort of life, like a cyclone that you uh, live in, involving tennis and beer and swimming and incredible storytelling for the Cape Cod Times. Wow. Love Long. it. Love it. It's like a celebrity in here. This guy's all over the place. We better get going because Ethan's got to leave. His driver's waiting for him. <laughs> no, really. He's got to see Ethan a guy Ethan may about... be doing the most amount of stuff in the summer of anybody on Cape Cod. He's got to see a guy about a tennis racket that he's helping to string. That is true. What a racket. What's the secret to successful stringing of rackets, Ethan? Oh, just fool people into paying you a lot of money. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, there goes his credibility, so let's go right to the all-important Cape and Islands weather forecast as we soar into the big midriff of August. This is it. Act now. Enjoy. All of a sudden, oh. don't you see fall and school starting right no. on the horizon and all our dreams aren't going to come true unless we act now? I do not have August-itis. You don't, you're happy still being I'm happy. within we've, your august We've got downness? many more weeks of great weather and swimming and fun to be had on all right. Summer goes to the end of September now. That's right. Well, some I like say, that. or some say, like end my, of September. That's my like mother in law says it's all downhill after the 4th of July. Oh, okay. yeah. Because the newness that's is a, gone. It's a short summer for her. Now the lawns are brown. <laughs> The tomatoes are falling unpicked into the garden. All the bad things happen. But let's not dwell on that because we have one dandy weather forecast coming up for this big weekend, starting with Saturday, August 17th. Partly sunny with a high near 78 for Sunday. Mostly sunny with a high near 80. Could be tough for the Falmouth Road Racers. And Monday... Mostly sunny with a high near 82. A nice return to summer. Your high tides this wow. weekend, Saturday, August 17th. We have a 1 o'clock or so high tide, then a 2 o'clock or so high tide on Sunday. That means early morning-ish, like 8, 8.30 kind of low tides. Mm -hmm. That factors into the swimming report and Mung. Swimming report. We have the moistest swimmingest person on Cape Cod perhaps right now within this studio. Mm-hmm. It's not me. It's not, not you. It's not Mong. It's, it's not Eric. It's Ethan. That oh, could man. just be sweat. Ethan, you were talking <laughs> about some of the places you've been swimming recently. Um, just run down that list again. It's amazing. Uh, Mung and I actually went to Sandy Neck the other day. Oh, so gorgeous It, it was pristine. That's nice. Um, nice and cold. Deep enough. I wasn't too scared of sharks. Uh, where else did I went to Crosby? Ooh, where's this? What Cro town? Crosby Landing out in Brewster. Oh yeah. Oh, that's that's a big beach. A lot of people may may have never been there, not know how big and wonderful that place is. That is possibly the biggest beach I feel like on Cape Cod, right? Mm. I mean, I don't know. It's pretty massive for a tiny beach. Interesting. Well, it's got that whole like marshy side, and then you walk down the beach, and then there's some sort of inlety thing. Uh, so my move is you go and you walk in the trail. You walk. There's a trail right near the parking lot, and you walk all the way out as far as you can on that then you hook a left into the beach so you have opportunities all along here to just hook a left and go right onto the beach kind of wherever you feel like it i say go all the way out to the end you walk in and then you turn it all the way back and oh. it was yeah it was i mean tide was all the way out we got razor clamors out there spraying saline solution 
if you want to actually what 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 yeah yeah so if you're trying to get razor clams you you have these little like roundup kind of setups well now wait a minute it can't be <laughs> well, too roundupy right or, <laughs> well it's the same kind ca- of ketchup and you use it's like a salt water and you spray it on these holes where you think the razor clams are and they don't like it so they pop up out of the water that seems a little disingenuous you know all of a sudden you're squirting them out of their environment and you're grabbing them yeah no uh it stinks to be a razor clam but uh sounds like a country song wow Mom, what's that old country song? It stinks to be a razor clam. How does it go? It stinks to be a razor <laughs> clam. It <laughs> uh, sounds like you've had some uh, great Cape Cod Bay action there, Ethan. Anything on the sound side? No, we couldn't side? have been to the sound. No, no I don't think uh, so. I'm mostly a Bay guy, but I do go to the sound every now and then. I went to Bank and C Street over in Harwichport. Oh. What's that like over there? Water too warm or what's happening? Uh, it was a little warm. I also went to Earl Street recently. I like Harwich. Harwich is my favorite town, but I also like the, the beaches. The beaches are good, but they're not great. Hmm. So it's a nice mix of it's not too busy. But it's just busy enough, so you don't have to worry. Uh, you can park in town, too, and kind of sneak down there. I don't think you're supposed to, but don't tell anyone I did that. Um, wow, hmm. you can get around. From from Harwich Beaches, can you wave to Greg, who's over at West Dennis Beach, probably? Greg is on vacation now, and we understand he just sleeps on the beach like day and night, West Dennis. Poke him with a stick if you That's see That's completely not true, because Greg uh, very fastidiously unfolds his bathing suit from his bottom drawer. It's been <laughs> pressed by his wife. He dons it carefully through the device that his wife got him. It's got some suspendy things. He steps into it with both legs at the same time by jumping off his bed. And then he is driven over to West Dennis Beach again by his wife, who says, Greg, you may get out of the car. Greg says, yes, thank you very much. He gets out of the car, and he then uh, takes off his wingtip shoes and walks into West Dennis Waters, where he spends approximately 7.2 minutes, and then he is called back to the car and whisked home, where he must take a very hot shower to remove any offending particles. He is kind of like, uh, it's like Wallace and Gromit a little That's bit. That's what I was thinking. He has a very British vibe to his day. Oh, man. No, so he's never going to be there when Ethan's around. Ethan's hanging around. He's reading books. He's saying hi to everybody. He's oh, working I'm the post, scene. Post five, uh, post five PM guy. I'm not trying to pay for a sticker. That's right. right. No sticker for him. Skake it too. I went to Skake it the other day. Uh, it was a little buggy hmm. out in Orleans. If you've never been to Skake it Beach, but uh, it was nice. And there was some kind of lake adventure, wasn't there? Oh, Scargo Lake. Boom, look at this oh, guy. Oh, I huh? love Scargo Lake. He's like in every body of water. What are you doing? Are you trying to set a record? <laughs> I'm more of, I'm, so I'm not as, like, Hmong. I'm not, like, sit there and manatee, I think is his term. Oh, oh yeah, manateeing with Hmong, yeah. Floating the water endlessly. I'm uh, I'm more of a, uh, a dipper, a dunker. Oh. A dipper? You, yeah, you, you, and a dunker in and out. You go in, you, you maybe you, you dry off. You go back in. You when you're out, off. what do you do? Sitting on the beach. What do you? What's your? Well, you just contemplate a little bit. Kind what have you been thinking about lately? Hmm. Well, I have a job next week. Who knows? <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, uh, contemplating major life. Things. Well, I can report a lot of snorkeling. I bought a new mask and snorkel off of Amazon. It's called the Popchos P O P C H O S E. Uh, it was about twenty bucks. Uh, the soft and nice and I have been exploring Wellfleet Ponds it's been fantastic my daughter found a cool earring I found some uh, crockery in Dyer Pond the very secret and wonderful Dyer Pond in Wellfleet and it's been a marvelous submersion conversion for me I haven't been in the big ocean for a little while so it's time to get back 
very soon, but the shark pictures scare me a bit. Mungabur, what about you? Uh, just a quick report from me. I've been avoiding the south side because I heard of a jellyfish sting incident over at Cobles what? in Centerville. A guy had to pull some tentacles off. No, 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 no. That was Greg with dreadlocks. <laughs> they were floating. Now, you heard about it Ouch. or was this confirmed? This is confirmed oh, uh, by someone, a, a, a secret source on the beach. Um, so jellyfish tend to uh, like... Oh, oh, they're gen- not willing to go on the record. Generally like, to, like warmer waters from what we read. So I've been going to the bay. It's probably four, now, are you sure four to five this? degrees you're, cooler. You're yelling jellyfish in, in a crowded theater here. This is based on my this experience. This could cause a panic uh, uh, no, of no, epic proportion. No panic. Just bring some vinegar down, some cortisone cream if you ever get stung. Put that stuff on it. Do not wash yourself Are you sure it wasn't pee? just a like a picnic thing that got away, like nope, a peanut nope. butter and jellyfish? They were, they were a been necessity that? to yeah, pull those tentacles little plastic off. bags Yeah, with water. a peanut butter and jellyfish sandwich. <laughs> uh, nope, I find fewer <laughs> jellyfish in, in the bay. Um, so I've been going there, Millway, Sandy Neck. You find fewer jellyfish? What is, is scarier? <laughs> what is scarier than a jellyfish? I know a shark, but what else besides some tentacled poisoner who's coming to like shock you out of your world, like one of those Portuguese man of war? It's when when monks they, starts to float they over. They don't right. come in peace. Those man of war. They are ready. And you well, wait. Are we saying it's a man of war now? Is that a man of war? It was not a man of war. It was a general jellyfish. Was it a man of peace? <laughs> But they can be pretty uh, nasty things. Yeah, uh, and the worst thing is, it's not like they're trying to get you. You just all of a sudden become enmeshed in them. And you then at that point, you can't get them off, right? They're all over you. That's right. And, the, and the bay seems to be more clear, so you can see them better if they happen to be out there. You're making this sound like the scene of Finding Nemo. I don't think it's exactly like there. Finding Nemo. All of a sudden, you're in a jellyfish ocean, and there's no clear path. You open up your eyes, the stingers go in your eyes. <laughs> and then you just, they find you later. As someone... In anaphylactic shock, right? Is that I what have, it is? I have not seen one. All of my swimming, I have not seen But no, one. it's not that bad. Just if you just ask a jelly... If you get uh, stung, ask a jellyfish. stung by a jellyfish, ask the lifeguard to treat you and you'll be fine. Treat you to what? Lunch? <laughs> Jeez, I don't know about that. Speaking of lunch, I could get a little thirsty sometimes. Thirsty? Like maybe for beer, Mung? On the Cape? Is it possible? No, nah, there's never any beer. Especially like when you're trying to find a local brewery that's new or snoo-ish and you want a place to sit down and maybe have something. There's probably nothing like that around. If only someone could tell us something, maybe about the Cape tip something... Ethan, this is your cue. Oh, what do you want to know? <laughs> Didn't you go to the Provincetown Brewing Company at uh, 141 Bradford Street in Provincetown recently? Absolutely. It Ooh. just opened uh, last weekend. What's uh, the vibe of this place? Here's the vibe. <laughs> That's Ethan recording himself on the scene. Uh, so, yeah, they kind of like push uh, the real activism. They call it draftivism. Draftivism? Yeah. Right? Actively drinking drafts? <laughs> Actively <laughs> drinking. Uh, it, they put 15% of their proceeds towards uh, charitable causes. Oh, that's nice. Out there. If you've ever been to hey, Does Star- that mean you don't have to tip? Uh, <laughs> I, I think they probably frown upon that. But oh, whoops. A, I'll leave that up to that's you. That's my draftivism. You do seem kind of stingy out there. Stingyism. <laughs> you don't You don't go out very often, so I think it's... No, that. that's me. That's when I go out. I tip a lot because it's a very occasional activity. But yeah, they have the... So they got three beers at the moment. Golden Ale, the Cran Daddy, and an IPA. The Bearded Mistress. The is, Bearded Mistress. Is I, the IPA. I think Mung dated her for a while. <laughs> yeah. Those were strange that days. That didn't turn out well. I had the Golden Ale at the squealing pig a few weeks ago so they started distributing in town and uh it was good 
Um, kind of what you expect out of a golden ale, kind of straight shooting. Low ABV at 4.9 ABV. 4.9, so you can crush a few of those in the shower. Whoa. Oh, that's right. Your outdoor shower beer drinking. That's what you stand for. Outdoor, indoor, any door. (laughs) But you, when I first talked about outdoor showers with you, it seemed like the, the purpose wasn't any kind of hygiene activity. It was more a watery beer drinking environment experience. The suds aren't coming from the soap. What does that mean? Oh, dear. Last time you told me that, Mung, it it, it involved uh, strawberries and dishwashing detergent. I forget what you were up to. Oh, just dinner. (laughs) Uh, So would you recommend folks go to this new brewery? Uh, What's it like inside? It's pretty. So it used to be the 141 Natural Market, if you've ever been out there in Provincetown. It's kind of a real hub spot right across from CVS, I guess, at the moment. Um, But it's going to be, they're actually open for breakfast. Um, they're trying to make it a real kind of community vibe. They got a pool table in there, kind of a lounge. Hmm. Uh, it definitely seems like a spot you can go and kind of hang out for a while and not be pressured to drink the whole time. So if you're kind of like Mung and you don't really like beer, that's uh, true. Why Mung? Why? You could get a nice iced tea, I suppose. Oh, I like those Arnold Palmer's. So the Provincetown Brewing Company sounds like it's a growing concern, a going concern, a casual place, a mellow place. Food, how's the food? Was it all right? you have any food? Or we uh, just, so, uh, the, so if you ate at the natural market, they have the same two chefs. So uh, a lot of the menu is still the same, too. Oh, good. I've eaten there before. That was a good place. All right. All right. So, nice. Ethan, that is really nice. What, are you leaving now? I must say goodbye. What? What are you talking about, Ethan? Ethan? Ethan's got more bodies of water to jump into. I got, yeah. There's bodies and I got to jump. Look at that. We've (laughs) never had a guest leave like this. Thank you, Ethan. This was an edifying report. Thank you, Taylor Swift. It's been nice having you, super celebrity. (laughs) Wow. Jeez, that was a whirlwind with Ethan. Man, what a celeb. We haven't had somebody walk out of the uh, show like this uh, since Greg left when we uh, tried to show people his yearbook photo from, like... 1969. When he was on the bearskin rug? Because that's the way they did it back then. You got to be 18 in high school, they put you naked on a bearskin rug, and it was like bum time. Yikes. Yeah, that's not the image we want. Bum time! <laughs> All right, um, we got to stay in province down here, Mung. We, we must. We, we've been at the brewery now. We, we have to give people an alert and time to plan uh, around this next big event which is arguably the biggest, craziest Super Week of all on Cape Cod. It's the Provincetown Carnival Week coming up. I think it all gets rolling, like, on Thursday as far as events go. Yeah, that's the welcome uh, sort of ceremony. Yeah, this is signature event of the summer. People wait, like, a whole year oh, to, it's, to get it, ready is, for this. This is big time. There's a ton of things going on. Of course, you probably know that the parade, which is... One of the craziest, most fun events. If you've never been, you really should go, but you should plan. Uh, It's coming up Thursday, August 22nd. But there are events straight through starting this Thursday. So you really want to just get a vibe for this. Check out some of the events online. Uh, We have them at capecodonline.com or uh, ptown.org slash provincetown hyphen carnival has a bunch of stuff 
two, and Mung, you know what a whirlwind this is. Oh, this is awesome. You could do everything from on Sunday night, they've got an Enchanted Forest costume ball. As you may know, Enchanted Forest is the theme of now, this Now, what does that mean? How do you dress carnival? for an Enchanted Forest? Because you want to get in costume. So what do you want to be, like a fern? Yeah, like a, like a fairy. Fairy or, fern? Or some, like, uh, think think about, like, sprite? Lord of the Rings or like something from seven up, a Narnia. You could be a centaur or some it, sort what? of magical tree or something from, or how about that uh, that tree that threw apples from uh, from Wizard of Oz? The apple tree. Yeah, the evil yeah, apple tree. The evil I, don't, apple tree. I, don't, I don't know. You could do anything. Is that the enchan- one that knocked him out? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Something, something enchanted. So they've got a, a costume ball on Sunday night. They got drag bingo I'm, on, I'm on still Wednesday. Not, I'm still not getting the costume thing, though, because what is what does this mean, enchanted forest? What other things are in the enchanted forest? Like... Like I chest, don't know. You could, you could be Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk. Why is that? That's a beanstalk that was in a farmland area. Yeah, that whatever. Is... It's just whatever. For, forest, woodsy, anything outdoorsy, naturey. I, I don't think there's any hard, hard and fast rules. Lord to of this. the Rings things. Yeah, could... anything Lord of the Rings. So um, you could have one of those long, crazy pipes. Long pipe. Yeah, long yeah. Pipe. Like your Gandalf. All right, um, all right. Like I'm a wizard or, or something. Uh, could you be? Or, you could be a, an ogre or orc or something could, from the woods from uh, to- J.R. Token land. Could you be Robin Hood? Yeah, Robin Hood. Rob from the rich, give to the poor. All right, so all those guys and Maid Marian are in on it. How about Prince John? That's I never right, liked that Prince guy. Prince John. What a fiend. The, all right, so we're getting an idea. oyster here. Well, all right, so we're getting the carnival theme down. And what are some of the other events, Mung? Uh, I see on this list there's a uh, costume ball on Sunday night. On Wednesday, they've got uh, some sort of drag bingo. That's that always very fun. exciting. That's on the lawn of the UU Church. It's a just a sight for the eyes, and uh, it's bingo the fun way. But bingo's tough, you know. Bing- yeah, bingo is tough. That's a lot of pressure. Especially if I can't people take in the pressure. Yeah, right. Now you're in costume, so you can't move your bingo piece as fast as you want to. And then someone and from the next table. if you miss one, you're screwed. If they say B6 and you're not paying attention, your whole board could be thrown off. Oh, bingo! But too with everybody in costume, it could be super fun. Drag bingo is great. It is great. Let's talk a little about the parade. Uh, this is something you need to just sort of prepare for. Uh, there's a traffic thing. Oh, for the love of God, get there early. It's a, it's a parking nightmare. There's a crowd thing, and if it's hot out, that's a tough That's a tough one. You gotta yeah, be the ready last couple water. years have been like sweating hot, and right. plus with a ton of bodies. Uh, here's another thing people might not think about. With tons of people on the street, everyone's using their cell phones uh, to record video and things. It actually drags down the cell phone network. You might have issues with reception out there on a normal day that you might uh, not. That is so true. The parade starts at 3 o'clock on Thursday, August 22nd. Uh, get there by like noon. Or We've earlier. covered this parade many a time. Parking is very difficult. It's the kind of thing if you're going to do, it's kind of let's go up for the day. We'll watch mm-hmm. the parade. Maybe have supper or maybe just book out right after the parade because there is a little grace period. If the parade goes by and you're like, that's great. And you book it to your car right then, you can get out of town. Sometimes if you don't do that. Because I expect to see cars parked along Route 6. Mm-hmm. You know, like you'd see where their fireworks shows up there. Uh, often I'll go to the beginning of the parade, which is Shank Painter Road. May- no, no, that's the other one. It's the first exit into Pro- Snail Road. Yes, yeah, Snail Road, is. right. Snail Road. That's where they all start to line up. And I've had a lot of fun when we've covered the parade in the past, just watching people get ready because mm-hmm. it's kind of getting backstage. Yeah, you can see in and outs of the floats right and over there. And then you get to the parade, will go by in the beginning. The disadvantage is there are less spectators, mm-hmm. and you don't get that crazy 
Times Square feeling, if that's what you're looking for downtown. Right, whatever your vibe is. You could have, you know, lots of action downtown with tons of people or, you know, go to the start and get a little more yeah, or mellow anywhere vibe. along the sort of east end there, it's pretty quiet. Uh, we don't want to scare people and say it's too crazy. No, definitely no, get just, up there. It's, it's well, definitely the, worth it. You just got to plan ahead. The good thing is you can sort of do whatever you want. If you mm-hmm. want to go into the cauldron, you can do that. If you want to see the parade, you know, find a nice shady spot in the east end. And there'll be plenty of people there, but it won't be overwhelming. And I know some people have crowd things, like me. I'm not a big churning crowd. You've been in the big churn, though. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It get, get, gets wild. But I do like hitting it up in the start, because you can actually see uh, Provincetown Harbor and the water, which is really nice. Everyone says this this carnival parade is like is like Mardi Gras, but for P-Town. But I've never been to Mardi Gras, but it almost might, might be better, because you're what? right on the ocean. How can you make a crazy, crazy conclusion because without you, having gone to... You can see the water and the costumes and floats in, in one view. Well, I've been to Mardi Gras. There's a lot of drinking going on. <laughs> <laughs> but the floats were insane, mm-hmm. and uh, people were just throwing tons of things at you, all sorts of beads and stuff. This is fun. We've been to a bunch of them. Um, certainly the event of the year. Kid-friendly. I mean, you might see, like, someone wearing chaps without, like, a back part. But is that so wrong? Is that is that shocking these days? Uh, buttless chaps? Like, no... I, I think it's it's pretty commonplace so up, it's, it's, up, up there during carnival. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, what's wrong with chaps? Nothing is wrong with chaps. So start planning now. That's a good one to get a handle on before it happens. Carnival starting this Thursday, running through next week, and the parade is August twenty second at three p.m. Talking about stripped down monk and P town. We got one more P town thing rolling out here. This is a group called the Skivvies. The Skivvies, eh? The Skivvies. Apparently, uh, it's Broadway singer, actor, musicians Lauren Molina and Nick Searley as the Skivvies underwear-wearing performers who present stripped-down arrangements of pop music, classics, and Broadway, and they throw in a, a cello, ukulele, glockenspiel, and a melodica. What? Are you saying they're singing in their undies? i saying, yes, that's right. They're uh, underwear-wearing performers. Wow. That, I would find that, you know, it's tough enough to perform. I mean, <laughs> imagine being out there in your uh, BVDs or your boxes or briefs or who knows what else. I would find that a little problematic. I know, among you worked your way through college doing something like that, though, didn't you? Uh, that's right. That's right. I was sponsored by Joe Boxer, and uh, all they <laughs> all they did is just give me five bucks and told me just run up and down the halls in their underwear and try not to scare people. Just scream? <laughs> yep, just scream. Ah! And it didn't work on any level. Yeah, that's not the skippies, though. They sound like they know what they're doing. Sounds like they're pros. And don't they tell people, if you're uh, tell actors on the stage that if you're nervous, picture the audience in their underwear? I wonder how it works in reverse. I guess you get double nervous. I mean, <laughs> imagine like a stand-up comic coming out and his underwear. Yikes. Maybe Bobcat Goldthwait did that. Maybe, Maybe it depends on the underwear. Like, like, is it like classy, like silk boxers? Sam or is Kinnison? it like really super tidy whiteies? I'm not sure. Oh, my God. You guys are just going to have to go up and check out this show. I for would buy like bloomers. That's what I would perform in. The biggest, frowsiest, most concealing underwear there is. I would use those like one, like full body one pieces that they used to do in like 1800s. Um, wild, Wait a wild West. Don't, don't you still have your uh, mung onesie, the mungsy? I do that, have that the mungsy. Snaps at the bottom there, so you could wear your mungsy. I tried to wear it as like a like a bathing suit into the water, and I got arrested. 
<laughs> so watch out for the it was the good taste police. It wasn't even against the law. It was right. just a, against uh, all things uh, beautiful. Jeez. Oh my God! The Skivvies performing uh, 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday this week. So that's the 16th of August and the 17th of August, 10 p.m. at Fisherman Hall, 12 Winslow Street in Provincetown, and that's a $40 ticket. Wow, all this talk about uh, P-Town is kind of getting me hungry. Have you been to any um, interesting spots for uh, feasting on the Cape? Oh, let me think, Mung. (laughs) That burp brought to you by my recent adventure. You know I am not a huge sit-down restaurant guy. I'm an over-the-counter guy. Mm -hmm. That's the way I ride. I'm casual, I'm strong, I'm brave, uh, handsome, and cheap. And so I like the -the over-the-counter experience, in and out, take it home, eat it on the road, go to the beach with it. That's what I like. Uh, But I recently went to a restaurant I had heard you praise. I love this place. And other people praise. And it turned out to maybe be my best ever Cape Cod restaurant sit-down experience. I'm talking, of course, about the Marsh Side in East Dennis. Now... This is located at uh, 28 Bridge Street. More importantly, that location is an incredible perch on the Sisuit Creek Marsh. It's right off of 6A on your way to Sisuit Harbor. And I had never been in there before. We showed up for an early dinner, like 4 o'clock. You know, we're traveling with my dad. My sister was there. What are you, in like Naples, Florida? Well, we meant to go out to lunch and then things got delayed. And so we were starving. What was good about that is the place was really kind of quiet, and that's a rare thing at the Marsh side. And even an hour after, when we were leaving at 5 o'clock, there was already a line of people waiting on the deck. But we walked in, and because it was so early, we were able to... It's a, it's a big, wide-open space, uh, like a ski lodge, sort of. A really kind of upscale ski lodge, but wide open in there. And giant windows overlooking the green, green marsh grass... It's really almost a sensory overload mm-hmm. of beauty. They've got those sort of blue horse, horse head, green head fly boxes. And you look out and you can see over to Seward Harbor. I think that's what it was, looking down the marsh. And uh, so we, because it was early, we got a, a booth right on one of those windows on the marsh. And I would mm-hmm. recommend maybe altering your timescape to be able to do the same thing if you can. I think it's the most beautiful view I've ever had in a restaurant. And I know it's not waterfront per se, although there is a creek out there, but the the clouds are going across the sky and their shadows were racing across this huge green marsh, just like a living painting. Oh, wow. That was and that's poetic. just the start of it. Mm-hmm. But the food, I got the roasted cod, uh, oven roasted cod topped with rich cracker crumbs finished with a lemon caper burr blank. Wow. Sided it up with some green beans. And I subbed in French fries for mashed potatoes. Mm, so I, I got all the things going there. And it was a tremendous plate of food. Uh, rich and lovely and so fresh and tasty. And backing up, I'll also say that the bread basket may be the best one I ever had with their fresh made rolls. They bake all their own bread in-house. And uh, so these rolls that were warm and crusty and then like a little sliced quick bread. So it was a little slightly sweet. I mean, oh my God, what a meal, what a place. 
And you know a little bit more, but I hear like in the off season they might have specials or comfort food. Or- oh yeah, for a non-heavy seafood eater like myself, I've, this has been one of my favorite places. Uh, they get huge kudos for having fresh roasted turkey, like one of those like Thanksgiving type specials. Um, I've had uh, delicious beef stew there. Oh, chicken pot pie. I think uh, I had a really nice experience, and even their clam chowder really good. So uh, I'm really impressed by uh, the Mars side. And yeah, it goes to show you that not every uh, great view has to be right on the ocean. This is just a spectacular view, a really unique interior space, and uh, it's right in the mi- middle of the Cape, easy to get to, right yeah, up just, 6A. Just, yeah, professional service, uh, no one really bugging you, hey, what do you want? Sure, have a beer, mm-hmm. it's great, you know, it was just all in all, one of the best restaurant experiences of my life, and I am very nervous about sit-down restaurants. I don't want to become enmeshed in drama. I don't want to be overserved. I just want someone to love me lightly. And give me a little view and just make the food clean and nice. And that's what happened there. I would go back anytime, especially if they got some specials in the off-season month. Mm-hmm. And so, I hear they have a little another place nearby. You this said? is a thing I didn't even know about, except I noticed when I was turning the corner there off 6A. Uh, there's something called the other side. And Mung, you Whoa. know everything. That's true. I didn't even know about the other side. This is their bakery slash pizza place. And it's located, so the Marsh side's at 28 Bridge Street, and next door, uh, the other side at 12 Bridge Street in East Dennis, is their uh, bakery pizza. They have a custom Mara Forni Italian-designed pizza oven, sort of like almost a beehive thing. Wow. I'm only going from the website here, because I had just had lunch or supper at the Marsh side, whatever a four o'clock meal is, (laughs) and I just couldn't eat another thing, but uh, apparently they have... uh, that kind of sort of like quick cooked hot pizza, you know, in the big hot oven, and also uh, pastries. Love it. And so, I mean, if it's anything like the Marsh side, I would be happy to try it. I know it's associated with it. It's called the other side. I did notice on their breakfast sandwich menu, uh, this is something called the other side. It must be their signature breakfast sandwich. Two fried eggs, American cheese, hash browns, and country ham, $7. In one sandwich? Yeah, can you imagine that sandwich? Wow, that's like oh, a home mug. run. Hash browns in you the sandwich? Not, you might not have to eat the rest of the day with something like that. So that sounds delicious. That whole area is very beautiful, and you can always cruise out to Seward Harbor, mm-hmm. uh, go around the other way, go to Cold Storage Beach. Uh, very beautiful area. And the Marsh side gets my vote right now. As my favorite Cape restaurant. Mung, what do you say? Wow. It might be my favorite as well now that uh, we talk about this more. Yeah. That's crazy notch. for us to agree on this. And you I'm as a, stunned. As a restaurant guru. I, I go to a lot of restaurants. I but mean, yeah, that's long been, uh, uh, if if not my favorite, in my top top three. There it is. The Marshside Knees Dennis gets the thumbs up from the Cape Cod Fun Show. Well, Mung, all this talk about rich food and deliciousness makes me think we should start an exercise regimen and perhaps plunge headlong into some kind of athletic competition. Oh, like capture the flag? No, and not Mm. making s'mores either. I'm talking about the Falmouth Road Race, Mung. It's coming up. It's this Sunday, August 18th. It starts in the morning. The wheelchair division goes off at 8.40 a.m. Elite woman at 8.50 a.m. Elite men and open division at 9 a.m. They run from pretty much downtown Woods Hole up to Knobska Light, a seven-mile race. 
And this is one of the big spectator events on Cape Cod. I know you've covered this, if I'm not mistaken. I have covered it. It is wild, What's man. it like down there? Um, it just like throngs of people. But what's great down there is just so much support for the runners, high fives, you know, helping them, you know, giving them water and just like cheering them on like crazy. And a lot of people are like, okay, you know, what, what separates this race from the rest of them? And I think talking to most people, runners or people that cover it, is really the beauty of the course on a nice sunny day. I mean, you're you're snaking through that uh, that coastal route up through Nobska Light. Is there there's there may be no better view than in the Upper Cape than over there? Yeah, I'm looking at the map. So you start down in Woods Hole, uh, you go past Nobska Light. And then you are headed on, what is that, Surf Drive there? Yeah, you get to pass through Falmouth Heights, see some beaches. It's just a really nice area um, to run a race. I'm not the biggest runner. I can barely run Seven to, miles, to get, to the, know, uh, to, the, get not, to the mailbox. It's not a marathon. It is not a marathon. It's only uh, one... I don't know. Twenty six point two seven. It's like one quarter. Of, yeah, like a quarter slightly of more than a quarter of a marathon. Uh, but it definitely takes a lot out of them because it's a, a challenging course. They say, and if it's a hot day, um, you're going to be sweating. Well, uh, we hope everyone uh, has fun doing that, and so so people really come out and watch this. It's a real. They definitely do. Thousands it, of people. Thousands, and again, another one of those get there hours ahead of time because parking is very limited. I mean, you know, there are some places park your car, walk down, uh, but plan well ahead. It is Sunday. We're giving you guys advance notice. If you want to go support the runners and look at a beautiful uh, race uh, course, get down there. I don't really get the running thing too much. I hate to, you know, but I mean, my Maybe wife. running's not your style. My wife's a big runner. She okay. runs a lot. I mean, I exercise a fair amount by using like machines and things um, at the gym. It just seems like it hurts your feet and you're running and people are gasping around you. Yep. And It does seem taxing. How about but, you, Mike? Were, were you ever rewarded? a runner or was there ever a time when you were... No, like, no. I was more of a shuffler, which is essentially just like moving your feet like a couple centimeters here and there. And just, so like a long preparation for old age. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lifelong shuffle. The Abe Vigoda, he called it. <laughs> oh, boy. That is trouble, uh, but more maybe uh, along our speed, the walk of the week. Walk of the week is the... Walk Ma- of the week. Walk of the week is the Mashpee River Reservation. Uh, this is a trail that I have been on. Have I been there? I don't think so, Mung. I don't oh, think you, no. I do not think you went with me. This is uh, located, the parking's uh, just off Route 28 on Quinnequisset. Avenue, oh. uh, you can go to the Trustees of Reservation website, thetrustees.org, to find out more about this trail. What's really cool about this trail is that it features an old section of Route 28. Uh, at some point, uh, yes, that's right. Part of the trail, you cross the Mashpee River on the Great Bridge, the old Route 28 layout, and follow the scenic old river road down to Mashpee Woodlands West. It's a pretty big area. I would say two, three, maybe more miles of trails mm. along the Mashpee River. And what's eerie is you cross that great bridge, which isn't really super huge, but it is the way cars went back in the old days before they reconfigured Route 28. Oh, so you interesting can almost road feel history like, here. You can almost feel like some 1932 Studebaker going on vacation somewhere. Awooga. Going through this place, which all of a sudden was put to sleep hmm. by the new road, but you can still be part of that history and hear the ghosts of the past, Mung. What did they sound like? <laughs> Jeez, Mung. <laughs> Get off my bridge. 
Get off my bridge! That's all you got for me? That's all I got. Oh, man. So anyway, the Mashpee River Reservation, you can look that up, and you will like that walk of the week. Any other walk suggestions, Mungo? Um, well, if you're down in Mashpee, I know we've mentioned this before, uh, the Deadneck Trail. Uh, that's always a good one off, oh, sa- off yeah. South Cape Beach. Um, I like this trail very much. Yeah, be- I generally like to go um, in like early September um, when you don't have to worry about stickers and stuff well, like that. Well, after 5 o'clock there, though, which that's would true. jibe with sunset down yeah, there. Yeah, the gorgeous sunset. Remember that couple five? we met down at South Cape Beach and mm-hmm. they said they were like sunset aficionados? Yeah, and they said that area was one of their favorites. So that's uh, also a great Mashpee walk. That is down, way down the peninsula there at South mm-hmm. Cape Beach off the rotary. And that trail is about a mile out or so to a cool breakwater and the sun setting sort of over Martha's Vineyard. I love that we're giving some Upper Cape advice here. This is great. That's get, right. Get down, down there. Mashpee, Falmouth. Lots of love. Speaking of the vineyard, Mung, an event we'll touch upon briefly because it's off Cape, but something that's near and dear to our hearts, the Vineyard Ag Fair is taking place starting a Friday uh, this week, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in West Tisbury. We can speak to this because we have attended it uh, back in the old days when we were covering uh, President Obama on the island. That's right. I saw his daughters, uh, Sasha and Malia, at the Ag Fair uh, years ago. I remember a really nice community vibe, a real sort of local agriculture vibe. Uh, I enjoyed seeing the largest sunflower and the best pie. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one event there that I have never seen, though, is the skillet toss, which happens on Sunday. I guess you take one of those iron fry pans like you're an Olympic athlete and you try to throw it. That as sounds far so as possible. cool. The, yeah, this fair is totally worth get, taking a ferry, getting down there. Very old school fair. Old school. It's got that Norman Rockwellian uh, fair vibe. <laughs> and people with the ox poles and the horses and uh, everything is easy to walk around. It's not super huge. The fairgrounds are lovely, too. Yeah, and they've got like modern rides if your kids like those uh, you know, things that twirl you around. Or if you like those uh, that fair food, they've got a lot of vendors hey, there. Hey, I ain't going on the zipper. I don't care what you tell me. I ain't going on the zipper. What about the Tilt-A-Whirl or that gravity thing? No, 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 no zipper for me, man. I ain't going to do that. So that's good. Uh, Now, Mung, as we cruise up toward the end of such uh, an incredible broadcast, you have some convoluted, insane adventure you want to tell. Oh, is this about my walk around your, Dennis? Your misty evening walk in Dennis. Yeah, so I was meeting some friends uh, from uh, from East Ham, and we were like, let's meet halfway through uh, on the Cape, and just we were just chatting and walking around, so we met at the uh, in Dennis on 6A at that cool little gazebo. Very nice. So we're walking around, and we eventually found our way onto the Cape Playhouse, Cape Cinema property, which is very delightful. It was not raining. It was misty. It was cool. It was perfect. You know, we're just kind of walking around, and then we were like, we're thirsty. So we ambled over to the Cape Playhouse. They actually were having a play there, but we got something from the uh, concession stand, which was kind of outdoorsy, one of those outdoors uh, uh, over-the-counter places, and just got some food, and then that inspired me to think of, why aren't I at this play right now? This is a ode to uh, local theater, and um, it just seemed really cool, because right now they're playing uh, Noises Off, which is a, a cool comedy, and I'm like, I'm thinking, I need to do more local theater on the Cape. There's tons of them. Uh, these uh, are often, uh, you know, super professional everyone from pros who've been on Broadway to uh, to college kids who are just uh, really awesome and I'm like 
why don't I go to local theater more? Our, our uh, reviewer, K- uh, Kathy Scrizzy Driscoll, here does a lot of great reviews um, for uh, local plays. You can find all that on capegodtimes.com slash entertainment. Um, so basically, this is a shout out to if you haven't yet this summer, you've got several more weeks left. Go see a local theater show. Eric, are there any around the Cape besides Let's Dennis? Let's see opening uh, this week. We've got The Wind in the Willows. Oh, very evocative. Uh, nice. Godspell is opening soon. Great, great, great musical. Yeah, I haven't seen you like Jesus Christ Superstar, you love Godspell. Day by day. Uh, what else do we have? The Marvelous Wonderettes is playing somewhere. Nice. That's at the Cape Cod Theater Company, Harwich Junior Theater. Awesome. Uh, Cabaret is playing in Provincetown. Um, Sweeney Todd, when does that run through? August 29th. Ooh, that's an interesting one. At the Provincetown Theater, Sweeney Todd. That's a good one. Um, Yeah, lots of good musicals. Ryan Landry's uh, probably really funny and maybe controversial, The Bonic Woman by Ryan Landry in Provincetown. Hmm. And uh, we have plenty of other ones. You have tons on CapeCutOnline.com. That's right. We have the local stage listings and reviews and everything. Get out there, support local actors. If you're over in Dennis uh, on that beautiful campus uh, at the Cape Playhouse, and the Cape Cinema. Also check the Cape Cinema out with the Rockwell Kent mural on the ceiling. It's the most unique movie theater on Cape Cod. Always something interesting there. Why, Mung, you civilized SOB. I can't believe it. Mm, Take it in a show. You emerged from a gazebo in the mist (laughs) to find salvation in Dennis. Even though I really didn't go see the show, I just wanted to be there. Could you hear it from outside? I could hear it a little bit from outside. So it was just nice to just kind of walk around. They have beautiful grounds there. But definitely uh, make a plan to go see these shows. All right, folks. Grab hold of your summer and hold on. Because we're getting down to the end of August, and oh my my. I want to thank Kevin McLeod for Incompetech.com for all the music you hear on the show. Till next time. Till next week. My name is Eric Williams. Keep having fun. Mung, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. We want to thank Ethan, our tennis-playing, beer-guzzling, swimming compadre, for his brief superstar appearance on the program. Till next time. Till next week. This has been the Cape Cod Fun Show, and... uh, See ya! Um, darling, is it my time to go to West Dennis Beach yet? Greg, you're not going today! <laughs> Who's that coming out of the mist? In Dennis? It's Mung! Run! I would like a cold beverage, please. <laughs>